Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Um, tonight, we have special guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy, because you know what? You know what day it is? It's Monday. That means it's Manic Monday, and that means it's time for... chat room. Everyone that's listening somewhere else on the internet, welcome to Manic Monday. Welcome Big Brother fans. Welcome Manic Monday fans. How are you? This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's March 28, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia and I'm so happy you're here for the Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She's also known as the Portuguese Princess of Providence. And tonight, she's going to sip some tea with all of us and talk about all of her favorite reality TV shows, who she likes, who she doesn't like so much, and all the fun in the middle. Fans are always invited to call in to chat with Michelle by calling one 
Once you're on our switchboard, just remember to press the number one key. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from the switchboard. Now, let's get this party started. Here we go. Hey, Michelle, how was your Easter, babe? Hey, my cherry pie. Well, guess what? I had a fabulous Easter. You know, these holidays seem like they're coming and going so fast. I don't know if it's just me or it's like time seems like it's just flying. Uh, Easter was awesome. You know, it's one of those days you get to get together with your family um, you go to brunch or you go and get together at somebody's house and you, you cook and you bake and you eat and you laugh and you drink. And, you know, I was blessed to be able to be with my family and my three nieces. You know, there's one in college and there's, you know, two of them are working. And, you know, it, it's so hard for us to get together, Cherry. You know, I mean, they're they're at the age where they're, you know, 18, 17, and 16. So I'm just glad I was able to spend it with them. We did an Easter egg hunt. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. How was your Easter, my cherry pie? We had a wonderful Easter. We went and saw my mom. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah. It was wonderful. Got to see her for a little while and took her a new outfit and, uh, took her some candy, some jelly beans. She loves Dr. Pepper, but she doesn't like to drink a lot of soda now. And we found Dr. Pepper flavored jelly beans. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I did. Oh, my I God. Dr. Did she love Dr. them? Dr. Pepper flavored. Yes. And then um, some of the older style candy that you don't see all the time anymore. We know of a store that isn't far from where she, she lives. And, um. Bought her some of the candy from yesteryear, I guess you would say. You know, you don't see all the time now. And yeah. some of her friends there at the assisted living apartments um, just went crazy over it, you know, because they hadn't seen it in a long time either. And so There's she was pretty popular. Yeah, she was pretty popular. <laughs> I'm sure. So, I'm yeah. sure she was spreading the chocolate and candy love. Um, did you give her any peeps? Any what? Any, like, peeps? Peeps. You know, those no, little, I, like, marshmallow No, I didn't, I didn't take her any peeps. She was peepless. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you, Jerry. Um, well, I'm glad everybody, I hope everybody out there had a good Easter. Um we have a lot to talk about. Oh, my gosh. We have so much to talk about, Cherry. I hope everybody out there is up to par with their watching of Big Brother Canada. And if you're not, sorry, but we're going to talk about it. And we're also going to be doing some spoilers because we obviously know um, 
who is the uh, on the walk now. It's after the veto, so we'll talk about that. But there's so much in between, Cherry. Oh, my God, so much in between for us to talk about. Real quick, um, you guys, um, also a little bit later, going to be talking about the real world. I hope that you've been watching it. Um, go big or go home, right, Cherry Pie? Um, right. We'll also be talking a little bit about Survivor and um, the non-presence of Amazing Race and why it's not on for the past two weeks. Um, also, uh, I just want everybody out there, we've had so many guests and stuff, and I kind of wanted to catch up a little bit on our reality shows and I also want to know, like, what you guys think, because I want to know what Cherry thinks. I want to know, I want you guys to know what I think about what's happened in this past week of uh, Big Brother 4. So if you guys want to chime in as me and Cherry are discussing, uh, please call in at 347-237-5506. If you want to make a comment, whatever, let us know your thoughts, because holy jeepers, pretty epic what's going on in Big Brother Canada. Um, also, I just want to say that next week we will be having a Big Brother Canada alumni calling in, Cherry and everybody listening. It's going to be the fabulous, and we love her to death. She was back on with us about a month and a half ago in the beginning of Big Brother Canada airing, and that is the lovely Suzette Amaya. And she's going to give us uh, her thoughts on what's been happening uh, since the last time, and she's super excited. She absolutely loves um, you guys out there listening in Manic Monday Land and Cherry Pie, she loves being a guest on here. So that's next week. And then the following week, Cherry, uh, you've heard of this show that's coming up. It's going to be actually premiering like April 15th, I have 14th, I believe. It's called American Grit. And somebody we know is going to be on it. Right, Cherry? That's right. We have big news to announce. Yes, we do. Um, so we obviously, if you haven't known yet, maybe we should keep them the build up. We might not say the name just yet. Some of you out there probably and tell know. them and tell them what we have in store for them. We have a lot in store for them. In 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 what aspect, Cherry? Yeah. Because you know, not everybody is getting that opportunity. The opportunities that are American Grit. Yeah. Or what you're getting on the Monday before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm excited. And I also want to say, you guys, that Reality Rally's coming up. Cherry, we've done so many shows Um you know, we are huge supporters of Reality Rally and um, Jillian and everything she's done. And we've had so many amazing guests on that are attending Reality Rally. It's going to be starting a week from Thursday, Cherry. So um, on that Monday when I come back, I'm going to have some stories to tell. I'm sure you always come back with awesome stories from that event. I it's know. Just whether you have a voice with, and can tell them or not. I know, I know. Um, though I've been somewhat good. I mean, I think it was, you know, when I got back from New Hampshire, it was pretty bad. Um, 
but that just means that I was doing a lot of talking on the mic. Maybe a little karaoke. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, I just want to say what's up, <laughs> chat room. I see you. Again, if you guys want to call in, 347-237-5506. Okay. Let's start this off, Cherry. Let's first just go real quick to Amazing Race. Um, I'm like, why do I feel like I haven't seen Amazing Race in a while? Like, what's going on? So, you know, That's the past two weeks. Because of basketball. Yeah, because of the NCAA tournament. And you know what? I'm okay with it. But couldn't they change the nights, like, during these two weeks? Because, like, Lots of people out there now are saying, like, they don't really miss it because, like, you kind of get attached to something, right? And then if you don't have the grasp of the viewers yet, you're going to lose them after two weeks. I'm still going to be one to to watch it. Don't get me wrong or anything. But I definitely have been receiving a lot of comments, Cherry, that people are kind of like, well, it was boring and, you know, I don't care really anyway. I do think it's unfortunate. Um, Yeah. The Amazing Race has always had an issue with where they were placed on TV. Before, it was always whether, you know, a golf game or a football game was going to push it back. Yeah, and usually because it's on a Sunday. Be yeah. Right. Now they moved it, you know, to Fridays, and it, <laughs> it's still having an issue, you know. with It's very unfortunate. I thought, you know, finally when it moved from Sundays, it was free of the timing issues, and now this. And so, I don't know. It just well, seems Cherry, like, it's not know, like it's a surprise to them. I mean, it, March Madness, it says it right in the month, March Madness. It happens every year, Cherry. <laughs> it's the reality show that's won the most awards. You know, why is it the one that's always getting kicked around? I don't understand. <laughs> well, maybe because they think that they have that viewership already and, you know. power. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that, you know, I would say that this is going to be probably the lowest rated Amazing Race. Uh, maybe their thought of the fact that a lot of these teams, well, all the teams have some sort of internet sensation or YouTube channel that they can still keep them around you know, social media-wise, because social media obviously is huge. So I guess we'll just have to see. I'm just saying that it's back on this Friday, and amen to that, Cherry. All right. Well, we talked about that. So let's get into talking real quick about Survivor. Did you get to see Survivor last week and uh, how the um, how the uh, eviction went and who was let go? Absolutely, and I was so happy. <laughs> oh, you're not a Peter fan, I see. I was not a Dr. Peter fan one iota. 
well. I uh, I, I got his... was on the the I'm on the seesaw with him, Cherry. The seesaw because I could see him bringing drama, right? Couldn't you see him bringing kind of like drama? Like they're really like like he's very egotistical. So I was kind of waiting to see like the things that would come out of his mouth. Yeah, he was just so arrogant to me. Um, and he tried, I think at times, not to be, but it was just so much part of his nature that he he just couldn't help himself. And it just yeah. came out. Um, and I think they had just had enough of it. And that was his demise. So well, wasn't I, that I like was watching that tribal council? Like how uncomfortable it was just having everybody kind of just do the sidebar and talking and like you're going to change, you're going to vote, you're gonna, you know. At this time right now, before the merge, right, Cherry? Even though you don't like the person, you have to have numbers, and then when you get to the merge, you know, then kind of your game changes around because other team members get together and stuff. And uh, we've seen that in um, Big Brother Canada as well, people kind of jumping the gun and making crazy decisions, you know, until you have to talk. It's a numbers game. It's all about the numbers game. Absolutely. So we will see what happens next week. Well, not next week, Wednesday, Survivor. Um, I'm excited to see. And, you know, you guys remember uh, Boston, um, I'm sorry, was it uh, Rodney from Boston? Uh, me and him, actually, there was somebody who, I guess he posted something about a charity event in the Boston area, and you guys all know that you know I was a fan of Rodney, and um, he was on, I think, a couple years ago uh, on Survivor, and um and so he tweeted me and was like, I'd love to have you come and do the charity event and everything. So uh, I'll be in communications with him, and he's going to have to come on man next Monday. I love me for Monday. All right. So, Cherry, you got your tea and your popcorn ready because we're about to talk <laughs> about Big Brother Canada 4. It has ready? been wild. Ooh. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's start with, let's start with Joel with HOH, Cherry, right? Joel with HOH, he puts up Kelsey and Raul. DeVito is not used, Dallas won it. And then we come to the light eviction show where we find out, Cherry, that there's a double fake eviction. What did you think that meant? Did you think that meant the, like, I was like, double fake eviction. Does that mean the both of them get to come in right after? Um, and are double HOH, or does the, the fir- person that gets voted out first come in as HOH, then vote somebody, uh, do, like, the whole HOH thing, then nominate somebody? And that, I didn't know what the heck was going on, but I thought definitely something good was happening. What were your thoughts on this double fake eviction? You know, I I don't know how, but somehow I called it. I absolutely called it. I said they're probably going to have a room where both the Vickies are going to go 
into a room and they're going to be able to watch the house and one of them will be able to go back in. And I'll be darned if that isn't exactly what's going on. I don't, yeah. And I don't even know where I pulled that from, but... Um, oh, I just... Yeah, let's just uh, talk real mm-hmm. quick. Let's just stop. Let's just stop the conversation. Um, uh, Shaitan Joe, I, I actually was going to talk about this um, after, but um, everybody, please give your thoughts and prayers to Mr. Lawan, Mr. Wonderful. His father passed away of uh, four stage cancer, and uh, he's en route back home to uh, to the funeral in the lake. So, if everybody can please send out your love to Lawan. Um, that would be great. He would need it right now. All right. We didn't mean to interrupt that. I know, Cherry, you're just finding out right now. So I'll take a deep breath. Wow. Thinking about Lawan. Yes. Um, all right. I, I just wanted to, I just was watching the, the chat room, and I just wanted to let everybody know what was going on because a lot of people don't know what's going on. Um, so, uh, Cherry, you got it right on the money then. And so we first saw Kelsey get fake evicted. Then there was that quick HOH. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not liking her at all. Miss Maddie won HOH. What were your thoughts on Miss Maddie winning? Do you like Maddie? Um, I'm still forming opinions on some of these people. Um. I just don't know how I feel about Maddie yet. Um, but she, her and Nick have become an item, and they were really hot and heavy. And then instead of telling Nick that she needed space, she pulled his brother Philip aside and said, Philip, you know, I really need you to tell your brother that I need some space. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why can't you tell him yourself? You know, that just seemed a little preschool. Immature. Yeah. Immature. I mean, <laughs> hey, Cherry, let, let me ask you a question. You have a sister or brother, right? Whatever. And somebody told I them don't, something. I can or, or vice versa. Wouldn't you tell your brother and sister right away? Of course. I mean, it's like she knows that it's going to get to him. So why She's very untrustworthy. I mean, for me, I, I I just I don't know where her head is, and I, I mean I think we're gonna see what's gonna happen this week with with her. I think it's gonna be her demise this week. So Maddie won the HOH, and so she puts up um, Jared and Raul Cherry. I was like, good picks, right? Were you like, yes, she's doing something good. She's getting. But at least another one of the three headed snakes out seeing that Kelsey left, right? Um, All right. What were your thoughts on her picks, Jared and Raul? Was I, that would have been my pick. Right. I think she, you know, she, for her game, I think she, she definitely, you know, made wise decisions and um, put up the right people for her game. But then instantly she ran to both Jared and Raul and said, I need you to win it because I want to backdoor um, LaVita. LaVita. And so 
I was like, well, did you have that planned all along, or did you just get scared because you just made a big move and it scared the crap out of you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I didn't quite understand whether she had that planned all along or whether the big move that she just made really scared her. Um, Sherry, I'm going to lay it on the table. Maddie's a freaking idiot. <laughs> I almost said the F word. Like, I talked about this before, the number game. What is wrong with her? Why would she, not seeing that her and LaVita were quite alliance, but she was with Dallas, and Dallas was close with her, and what they need to do is keep the numbers right now. And she was an idiot for, I don't know why she panicked. I don't know what flipped her switch. Um, LaVita had her back, I believe, you know, and I just don't know what she was thinking. If you guys out there, I want to hear what you guys think about Maddie's decision. Um, call in 347-237-5506. I need to hear what you guys think because, I just Leah in the chat room says she can't stand Maddie. Well, at Jason this point, says Maddie right? is a brat. Well, how could you trust her, right? Because she's I telling Dallas. She's telling Dallas, I now have eight people that are on my side. No, you idiot. You don't have eight people on your side because you never discussed anything. You just decided on your own that you're, you're like, I need to win this game. There's one person who wins the game. Yeah, but you need to get to the the finish, well, almost to the finish line before you can jump the gun like this because you know that LaVita would have been on your side. You know, she's been HOH twice. She never put you up. You guys always, you know, discuss things. Why would you not leave her to at least, say, jury or a certain amount of number of people and then then make this move, right? It's always stupid to vote out somebody who's not gunning after you, you know. And yeah. if if they don't have you in their crossfire and other people do and you're taking out somebody that doesn't have you in their crossfire, that's a stupid, stupid move. Well, what I think she should have done as well is so she was telling right Jared and Raul, um, win the veto, win the veto. When they didn't win the veto, and it was Nick, correct? Nick, not Phil, it was Nick. Won it. She could have been like this. Well, you guys didn't win to save yourself, so I'm going to keep the numbers the same, or I will choose somebody from your side of Nick. Um, if you take the if you if you take anybody down the veto. Um, I don't. She should have covered her ass at that point. I I, I just I can't figure her out. But obviously, Charlie, we saw that um, the brothers won the veto, right? They took down right. Jared, right? And then uh, they backdoored Levita. Uh, even Levita knew. Levita was like, uh oh. And you know what? I'm I'm actually a huge Levita fan. I I, I there's something about her that I like. I think that. You know, she's kind of like the underdog, and um, she reminds me of Jesse, my Jesse, kind of like winning everything, up on the block, coming back, 
staying safe, winning it again, and now she has the opportunity to come back. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, you have a caller. Oh, I want to listen to what this call has to say because, I mean, this has been so far uh, for me a wonderful Big Brother Canada. I want to hear from our listeners. So let's bring up the caller. Okay, we have Jason from JTV on air with us. Hi, Jason. Hello. Hey, Jason. What's going on? Not much. I, so I was, been I was kind of shocked. Talking, that, uh, and what's your thoughts? I was kind of shocked that uh, Maddie did that. I mean, their whole focus was for. Raul or Jared to get out next. I mean, and I think that's kind of why Tim had pushed with the strong side. Because, but, you know, it's kind of sad, though, because at first I didn't like Dallas, but Dallas seems to be, like, the most loyal set guy there. Jason, I love Dallas. I love Dallas. I do, too. He's like, I want this person out, and I'll tell you to your face that, Nobody else is like that. I and I like how he told Jared. Yeah, and I like how he told Jared. He's like, you know what? We want each other out, and if I go out this week, so be it. But you know who your next target is. We haven't got to that point yet. But um, he is just one of those people that tells it like it is. He also is very trustworthy if he's on your side, and he wins competitions. He's Scary. He could win this game if he makes it to a certain point. And so he's I'm, a welder, and not many people in that field. Usually, it's the pretty people that are in modeling, or you know, who have been handpicked by, you know, the casting, who get on the show and make it far. It's not a welder, you know, who get you know gets chosen and makes it on the show, they normally aren't the ones who do so well on Big Brother. So I was really pulling from him from the start because that's what my husband does for a living. So I was like, yeah, it's a welder in the house. Let's go. And he's really doing well. He's watched this game. He knows what he's doing. And I was pulling for him from day one just because of his occupation. And now he's gotten in the house and proven that he really knows this game. And he's doing really well. So he definitely he's one of my is. Top and, yeah. And uh, he did something also that when when we get to that point, I want to talk about um, like him having the balls to to not participate in a certain um, yeah uh, meeting. Yes. I guess we can say we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, JTV. Um, what? Who's your favorite player right now? Well, I, I, I like I like I like Tim a lot, and I mean, game wise, he's pre- playing pretty well. I mean, I think Mitch is probably the most dangerous. Mm, yes, Mitch is very dangerous. Did you notice that when? Um, uh, we haven't got to that point yet of, of why LaVita and Kelsey are together. But the fact that the one thing that LaVita brought up, Cherry and Jay, is to watch for Mitch because Mitch has been playing both sides. But he's really good, Jay. Yeah, he is. 
He's not on anyone's radar. Who's your least favorite? Who's your least favorite? Well, I started off liking Maddie, but I think she's probably my least favorite now. She's just yeah. She's like too high schoolish, you know. Yeah, I think we actually use that terminology um, about her. She is just very immature. Um, all right, Speaking well, Jen, of, please stay on with I have another question for both of you. I have another yeah. question for both of you. What did you think when about when Kelsey was evicted and she took Maddie's rubber duck? <sighs> <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. I don't watch live feed, so I didn't know that Maddie was obsessed with this duck. So I just, like, was like, oh... I remember um, somebody took something from my season or hid. Oh, I I hid uh, Dan's ducks from the uh, the ones in the pool. I hid them from him because I was so pissed off. So that totally reminded me of something like that. But I didn't know that it was Maddie's favorite. I kind of thought it was funny. Jay, what did you think? Yeah, it's funny. I kind of, um, but uh. As for another like of mine, I, I, I like Nikki just for the pure entertainment value. I mean, she's just yeah. freaking hilarious. She is hilarious, and she's going to be around a while, Jay. I have a feeling, so you'll be. Nobody able to thinks she more. wants to win, and th- th- that's what could make her dangerous. Well, I, honestly, I'll be honest with you. Like until I kind of see her serious side, because I I, I did not follow her. Um, in the UK, so I don't know, like, if she could kind of turn up the the gears and win competitions, but we know near the end, um, when you're getting down to it, it's it's a lot of um, competition, endurance, uh, memory, and um, I don't, I, I just don't know. She is interesting, though, Jay. I mean, Cherry, what are your thoughts on Nikki? <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to put her up for a while because nobody wants to see her melt down. Because <laughs> she just goes completely to the nth degree okay. with her meltdowns. When when she was having the meltdown over Tim spending too much time with Cassandra, with Cassandra, it was just unbelievable. You know, that I mean, she just went off the deep end and was just in complete meltdown mode and completely, like, split their friendship off simply because he was spending too much time with the girl. And I was just like, oh, my God. Sorry, remember earlier when I said get your popcorn and tea ready? Well, guess what? Every time you see Nikki on the screen, you just better have your popcorn ready because... Entertainment value is, I mean, ridiculous. And then, what did you think about her watching herself have the meltdown? She's like, "Oh, stop it!" And I'm like, "No, you need to watch what you do because this is crazy. This is crazy. You got to show more of what she's doing." I mean, crazy. I know. It definitely goes off the, the deep end. Yeah. Absolutely goes off. So, okay, so um, let's talk about after uh, LaVita was used. So LaVita was put up, and then LaVita was, uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, Kelsey was evicted first. When Kelsey came out, 
she found out that she's going to have somehow, some way, a chance that she's not going home right then and there, but that there's a possibility something's going down. So then LaVita gets evicted, and they're both out there, and Arissa tells them that it was a double fake eviction, okay? That's a narrative, double fake eviction. And then they were told that there's this secret room, and the secret room, and they're both going in, and one at the end of the seven days is going to be able to come back and how ironic is it that it's Kelsey and LaVita, and they have to live in this little room, but yet, you guys, in the little room, there's, there's a big screen TV. <laughs> yeah, and volume at times, Terry and Jay. Um, I'm wondering if they get to hear all of it. Uh, I'm wondering if they just get snippets of it. I'm wondering if they're allowed to, when they come back, that they've, them, which I think they're going to probably say, yes, they've been watching you for the seven days. So I think that's going to be a, a given. Um, Sherry, what are your thoughts on this double fake eviction in the room? Because I think you had some ESP on them. I would imagine that they probably will tell them, you know, that they have had the privilege of watching what's been happening in the house. Um, and then there'll probably be, you know, some sort of vote as to which one comes back in. Or there might be a competition. I don't know. Um, I would imagine it's going to be a vote. Uh, I don't know. I would hope a competition because we we already know how the house votes with uh, which we'll be talking about a little bit with Tim's little game meeting. I mean, whatever. Um, Jay, what are your thoughts on this? Them going to the room, watching everybody living together. Ironic, they hate each other. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I think it's funny, but I, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of. The reason I want Levita back is it is more for the fact that she was excited about it, and Kelsey acted like she was throwing a fit about having to share a room with Levita more than having a chance to get back and play the game. Well, that, that means she's playing an emotional game, and she's taking things to heart. And for me at that point, I would have been like, I get a second chance possible second chance to go back in and find out news. Um, I think what they're going to do, Big Brother Canada is going to do, is going to tell them that there's going to be a competition. Uh, It's probably going to be like questions maybe like of like the house guests in the house um, without them realizing it. Maybe like they're doing a diary room session and they're asking them questions and they're going to see how well they know their uh, house guests and that's how they're going to get back in the house. I think that Big Brother Canada is going to tell them that they've listened to them, but not told them they've only listened to certain times and certain things, forcing the house guests to kind of apologize or explain themselves without them really knowing that they're outing themselves because they didn't hear everything. Um, So I feel like that there's going to be like a shake kind of in maybe 
uh, certain alliances or certain friendships because they're going to go in and they're going to tell them they saw this and they saw that or, you know, I think it's going to cause, you know, paranoia more than there already is. So you add that on top of the paranoia that's already in there and I think it's going to be cray-cray. And I think also, I don't know, you guys chime in and let me know what you think, but whoever does go in next week is going to be the HOH. Um, Cherry, what are your thoughts on, it, like, what I just said, or do you have anything to fill, it, fill in on that? Well, one of my questions is, just before they left them in that room, they also said that they may have the opportunity to control what the house guests do in the house at times. And I want to know how the two girls are going to be able to control what the house guests do in the house. What are they going to do to allow those two girls to control the other house guests? That's going to be interesting to me. No, I already forgot about that until you just said that because there's like information overload in this past week of business. I know, I know. So what are they going to do to allow the two girls in the secret suite to control the other house guests? That I want to see. And then I, who knows what they're going to do to bring them back in. I just don't know what, you know, what they're going to pull to bring it all back together and and bring one of them back in. What are your thoughts, Jay? Well, from from what I've seen, it looked like they were playing some type of game for, like, points to, like, I guess they divided up two teams and one team gets the bad stuff and another team gets the good stuff or something like that. It looked as if they were in, like, some type of keynote room or something. I haven't watched the feeds today, but it's something like let the chips fall where they may or something like that is what they said. So maybe it's going to be kind of like one of those, like, um, you know, where you roll the ball and whoever gets the highest number, something with, uh, them maybe betting on like a roulette table, and whoever gets the closest or something maybe because but the chips lie where they may. That's a possibility. But it it looks like something more like you ever see like the prices right where they drop the chips down there. Plinko. Plinko. Yeah. I love Plinko. If I go on Prices Right, I would I want to play Plinko. So just saying, but let's, it's, it's going to be one of those kind of, I don't think it's going to be a competition, uh, endurance wise. Like, I think it's going to be just luck of the draw. Like it's just going to be rolling the ball or like you said, dropping the ball or whatever. That's what I think. Okay. So we still have to keep going because there's so much more still to talk about. That was okay. Cherry and Jay. I, I have one awesome. question. Yes. Um, does I, I I don't remember last year's, but how does it work now? Does the one of the house guests is that Tim put up? Is that fake too, or no, no, no? Because 
they, it was a double fake eviction, so it was Kelsey and Levita. So that was the two. Okay. Oh, oh, you yeah. mean like, yeah, I'm sure like what, what's going to happen is Tim's eviction is going to get evicted, and right after they get evicted, Arissa's uh, going to come on and say, you evicted somebody, but now there's somebody coming back in the house, and they're going to do the competition then, I believe. Because they said it's going to be a special 90-minute um, eviction, so that's that's probably what they're going to do. And then after that, they'll have, like, the HOH, or one of them will be HOH automatically. I don't know how that's going to work. We will just see. I, I, I had one more question, too. Did, did you know that Maddie's, I don't know which brother she was going out with, but... Supposedly she broke up with one of the brothers and told Cassandra that she was 100% in love with Ramsey. Um, I did not see that. Like I said, I don't watch a speech. I just know, um, as me and Cherry talked about earlier, with her kind of breaking up with uh, Nick through Phil, which was a very immature. Um, so I don't know, which is kind of weird because... Um, uh, we'll just do a quick spoiler if you haven't heard. Um, Ramsey took himself off the block, and now Maddie's on the block. So if that love affair is true, I think Maddie's just being conniving as usual. I, I just, I, for me, she's very untrustworthy, and she will probably do anything to help out her game. And now she's on the block, and now she's in love with Ramsey. I don't know. She right. might have did that beforehand. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Let I'm sorry, Randy, Mandy. I'm but... throwing, I'm throwing shade on you, girl. But you got, you're, you're, a, you got the shady tree with you. Please, honey. I don't need you to. I don't need to help you with the little shadiness. Okay, you guys. We just talked about something that just happened for one day. <laughs> okay, so that happened. So before. Um, when LaVita and Kelsey went in the room, we saw them talk, blah, blah, blah. And so then we all know that uh, there needs to be a new HOH because um, uh, Maddie's no longer HOH. So as we saw on um, Sunday, um, Mr. Tim, the wild card, and became HOH by memorizing um, – the Big Brother Canada Beagle um, of 1916, the first time Big Brother or something happened. And they watched a video, and they got to see different types of uh, pictures of themselves. It was a memorization game, which I would have won because that's what I want on my show. Big Brother, H-O-H, in my unit's ad. Um, I um, loved him. Big fan of Tim, huge fan of Tim, huge, as Don's representative, huge. I am very disappointed in Tim, and I think he screwed his game up, and I want to hear what you guys have to think. So Tim won, and he won by, uh, uh, it was a tie, and he booked a tie, because he did the $1, like the price is right, you know, you do $1, he did one fifty one. So I actually am very disappointed on the way that he did the nominations. 
I kind of knew that he was a wild card, but I thought he was going to go in a different aspect of a wild card, like picking names out of a hat or doing like like musical chairs and whoever's last two with the chair get nominated or, or the first two out, something like that. But Timmy, Timmy did something that was very smart, and he did his little game tactic where he asked everybody to make their vote. They had, they had gummy bears, by the way, you guys, koala bear gummy bears, five of them. Gummy koala bears, yeah. Gummy koala bears, and they, they got to vote two people. He needed to know why and how many koala bears would go, and if you didn't want to participate. One, one to five yeah. koala bears. One to five, yep. And if you didn't want to participate, then all five koala bears went to yourself. And I did not like that because, like, he was exposing himself too much. I didn't like it at all. I thought Tim was kind of smarter than that. I thought he thought his gimmick with the whole business plan and the business suit and the meeting, I think if I if, if it was something like I said, like if he had done musical chairs, right, and said, hey, we're going to do musical chairs, and say the first two people that got out, they didn't know, but at the end of it, um, the first two people that got the musical chair would vote, like something fun like that. That's what a wild card does. Not this well, type what, of what he did thing. by doing that though was he, he um, gained knowledge. He gained knowledge. Yeah, of, he gained of knowledge. What everybody but everybody knows were. he gained knowledge. But everybody knows right. he gained knowledge. So I feel like he's going to be the one, no matter who, no matter what. He's definitely going to be on the block for sure next week. A hundred percent. And that's sure. why Dallas wouldn't play his game. And that's I why love Dallas, Dallas on for the that, block. By the way. Dallas wouldn't give him any information because he realized what he was, what Tim was doing, and he said, "I, I'm just not, you know, giving you, you know, and I'm not telling you my thoughts." And so he got all five gummy bears against him, plus the gummy bears that were placed against Dallas by other house guests, and that's why Dallas is on the block right now because Dallas wasn't going to play his game. So. Well, it's kind of smart because Dallas, hey, Cherry, no matter what, Dallas was going on the block whether he told Tim his game. So really it actually in the end worked out for Dallas because he didn't have to spill any beans, but he was still going up. But the amount of gummy bears that he said he got, I was kind of like, wait a minute. So Dallas got 30 and Ramsey got nine. Um, I don't know about that. It didn't that. add up. It didn't add up, yeah. But the amount of people and the fact that they had to split the gummy bears. So if they had to split the gummy bears, right, so that's, what, eight people that can vote? So eight times four is 32. So what, where? No, no, eight is, yeah, 32. So 35 of them is um, from Dallas. Not everybody put four. There was, I mean, every single house guest had to put four in for Dallas. We knew that's not true. Did my math make sense? <laughs> is everybody out there right now with a piece of paper, like four times three? Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> right? Isn't it like, how did he get 30? Gummy bears and Ramsey got nine. How did Maddie get five? I don't know how he came five? up with that. How I, did Maddie get five? 
I would love to ask him that question when he comes out of the house. I'm sure that he's that's going to be one of his most asked questions when he leaves that house. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. I I think the safe bet would have been to put Raul and Jared, or yeah, Raul and Jared up again. I mean, they've already been up. You know, I mean, Dallas wasn't coming after Tim. He would have been glad to get either one of them out. And, you know, that would have just left Maddie. But now it's kind of like, do you think they're going to keep you, Tim, if Kelsey comes back? And then you got Kelsey, Raul, and Jared. The people that you tried three weeks to get out are still there. And now there's nobody there to fight for you. Well, I, I mean, I'm still kind of confused on where Dallas, I mean, uh, where uh, Tim is. Tim always talks about being a wild card. I just think for me that this was not a wild card or what Tim's been talking about kind of game. This was such bullshit. And excuse my language, guys. I think that he really set himself in stone right now. I'm a big powerful player. You guys didn't see me coming. He just kind of dealt his cards in, in, in the BB Grand. I think he really screwed himself. What do you think, Chad? Do you think that Tim screwed himself? I think he was sitting pretty, and he screwed up. Yeah, I think he, he just gave himself some enemies that he didn't have before. Well, even with Cassandra, right? Like, yeah. his kind of alliance, I mean... She was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you making me feel weird? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I don't understand. Whatever. So, you guys, so after the koala bear count, which is bullshit, um, Dallas and Ramsey were cut up a block, and so that's what happened. So let's do a quick spoiler, Cherry and Jay. And uh, Mr. Ramsey, he won the Paravito. Yes, Mr. Ramsey. I like Ramsey, by the way. I like him. Uh, he twirled his little mustache and took himself off the block. And guess who's up, everybody? Maddie. Maddie's up. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Bye, backstabber. Bye, Felicia. Let me hug Lavita <laughs> when you leave. Get out of here. Uh, I'm glad that Maddie's up, and I really hope Dallas stays. And Me right too. now, right now, it's like they're saying, you know, Tim's saying that if um, Maddie can get enough votes and it breaks the tie or the tie votes for, he'll keep her here. I don't know what Tim's doing right now. I, I like, I, I was really on Tim's boat, but I'm on like the tugboat on the side pushing him. I'm just not sure if I'm going to let him go yet. You know, uh, I'm hoping he Dallas stays. Cherry, between Maddie and um, Dallas, who do you want to stay? I want Dallas to stay 100%. JTV, Maddie, Dallas. Dallas. You want Dallas to go? I want Dallas to stay. Yeah. You want Dallas to stay? It's kind of weird because every time I hear Dallas, has nothing to do with Dallas. I think of Memphis. <laughs> and plus, plus, if Dallas doesn't stay, 
Maddie's still going to be the wild card thing, but if Dallas stays, I, I think he's the kind of guy that, you know, sets his sets his sights in the right well, direction, the and he will know, go after Jared. Jay, they know what they're going to get from Dallas. Dallas is a big mouth. Maddie, on the other hand, is a bigger kind of target for me. I don't care if everybody wants Maddie to go. People want more, I think, Dallas to go because he tells you how it is. Maddie's very wishy-washy. And get rid of her. Bye, Maddie. Bye, Maddie. Yep. Three things I wanted to mention before we move on, and this is going back to um, previous episodes. One is when they had the TV screen come on with their family members, and it said, um, not everything is, are, are you, you've been put in this house as part of a social experiment. Not everything is as it seems. And to look for clues, it was just incredible to see all their family members, you know, and they kind of spliced it up so each family member was saying part of those words. But, what a shock it was for all of them to, you know, gather in the living room and see their family members on that TV screen saying that, well, you know. Uh, for me, it, for when you're in the house, even watching, like, those clips of yourself, you know, like how they show you and what happens and stuff is crazy. But then when you get to see your family, oh, my God. It's, I it's can an imagine. emotional thing. Yeah, it's very and emotional then, and Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. I, I'm sure it just blew them away. That was one thing that I wanted to bring up. And then the airplane wreckage POV camp, um, where they got to see the movie Allegiant afterwards. That was an incredible competition. And Dallas won. So it. Cool. Um and then he uh, chose Maddie, Levita, and Joel as his three guests and talked about what a great movie it was. That was an incredible competition. Yeah. They, they, they have held really on that wall um, in harnesses, and I kind of felt bad for, for Dallas because he says, I have to wear a harness at work all the time and he had he had trouble with his harness when he went up, first went over the wall. And Christine, she didn't even she didn't know how to use the harness and she just fell to the floor. Yeah. And ouch. was basically hurt. I mean she really hurt herself I think. But she pushed through yeah. that competition. Even hurt. And then the other thing was the dinner chat they had really touched my heart. Um, They gathered around the dinner table and had this dinner chat where they wanted to each bring up something about themselves that they hadn't shared with with anyone in the house yet, you know, and they all kind of, you know, mentioned something about themselves. And it was really touching. It was something that you don't often see in the Big Brother house. And afterward, Joel broke down and started crying. And he said, tomorrow is March 13th. 
That was the day that my brother passed away, and my family always gets together to remember him. It was five years ago, and the whole house kind of gathered around him and really supported him. And that whole scene there was really touching. You know, the family chat at, at dinner, I mean, the, the dinner chat itself, and then, you know, Joel talking about his family and his brother passing and everything afterward was just really touching. Um, some of it at the Joel. dinner table was funny, and then, you know, we got some laughs at the dinner table, and then really heart-touching moments with Joel talking about his brother that had passed. And yeah. so those were just three things that I had made notes on that I wanted to kind of bring up um, that we had yeah. touched on. Well, before we go on to our next topic, I just want to say I want to talk about real quick. I want to get the top three of your favorites right now. Um, I actually have a top four because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. I love Dallas. I love LaVita. I love Joel. And I'm on the outskirts and bringing in somebody from the other side, and I love me some Raul. Um, and uh, I, I, Mitch, look out for Mitch. Mitch is a, a very interesting character. Uh, real quick, Cherry, your top picks. Well, obviously I have to say Dallas is my top pick. Um, and then I do love Tim just makes me happy because he's so damn funny. Um, yeah, I, I love his entertainment value. Mitch, I like him because I I think he's playing very smart, and I I like Levita. So I think she Levita comes back, Cherry. Yeah, I'd like to see her come back and kick ass. Me too. And take names One man later. party. And <laughs> not even a one man party, but Joel. Joel was a little emotional when she left, so. I like how Joel's sitting, and I think that that'll help out Levita. Jay, um, I like before Joel we let you too. go. Yeah, I love Joel. Uh, can you just, I know you probably stated, like, your favorites, but real quick, just top three real quick. Uh, I'd say Tim, Dallas, Levita. Um, I, I'd put, and I'd like to get Nikki in there. I uh, yeah, I like I like Nikki too. All right, you guys, uh, we have talked a lot about Big Brother Canada for holy crap, it is so good, so so good. We will see between Dallas and Maddie who goes home. Fingers crossed that Dallas stays. And we're wondering if Levita or Kelsey will come in and what happens with that. So stay tuned for next week. Suzette will be on to talk about that. Um, let's go on to our next topic. Uh, JTV, if you want to stay on, if you know anything about this. But let's talk about the real world. Um, and we have somebody on the switchboard. Go, Beagle, go home. To talk. Go, Beagle, go home to Chicago. Or we, we have somebody who Joe. wants to talk real world really bad about 
the real world. Go big or go There's home. There's so with much you. to talk about. Okay, yeah. Let's bring him up and then we can discuss. Mr. Shy Town Joe. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Hello, Joe. Happy Easter, my friend, and happy Monday. You had a nice little dinner there uh, this week. I did, and I made out with uh, I made out with some Easter eggs, and my lips turned lilac. Ah. (laughs) It's been a busy weekend in Big Brother USA, though. They had three different major um, uh, auditions. All this week on Saturday. I say deep. I say fake casting. They had uh, they had uh, <laughs> James uh, the hillbilly uh, doing one in Texas, and then uh, Johnny Mac was hosting the one in Philly with Chris, you know, and uh, in Chicago. God bless. We're getting people now living in Chicago. You've probably you've seen the pictures. Um, yeah. Audrey, who looks a million dollars uh, worth of, uh, I mean, she just looked great. And to get up that early and do that, all that makeup and everything, God, I can't imagine how you ladies do it. Um, and I wake uh, up beautiful, Joe. I don't know. Oh, that's true. That is true. And then Nicole and, you know, uh, Hayden live here now. And, um, and it, but I don't like Hayden with his short haircut. She got him to cut his hair, so I, I wasn't happy. Uh, and Andy and Andy, I got a picture from Andy <laughs> yesterday. He's so funny. It, but did you see the picture? Everybody, well, I saw a picture of him that said um, something about being drunk, and right. so everybody else was there just for him. It was really funny. Well, yeah. I mean, the drinks were like 12 bucks a, a pop, and everybody was buying him drinks. And he was so stoned or drunk, he had never fallen asleep drunk during the day. So he was... I doubt that. I'm sure that, that well, that's a lie. No, nah, he, <laughs> he doesn't go out during the day that much. Um, he goes out more at night, you know, like this time of night. To uh, the the bars, but um, he he was oh man, he writes me so well, I much hope stuff. Whoever went to those casting calls had a lot of fun and brought. There were a lot wings. of people. In Philly and in Chicago, I was seeing the the numbers were in the two hundreds at each place, and uh, Dan, you know Dan Heron, he he applied and. Uh, Got finally got to meet uh, um, the doctor, Doctor Mac, and that was nice, and I was glad for that. And um, just, but I, I'm still the one that's thinking it's an all-star cast this year. It's got to be. Well, they're not even doing a casting call on the East Coast. Like, come on, that's because they already got their East Coast mama. What? Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an all-star. And then they got the big uh, Doomajiggy out west coming up. Well, they filmed it already. The uh, um, uh, Price is Right. Yeah. And they got uh, Vicky, Brittany Hayes, 
uh, Janelle. Uh, let's see here. What's uh, what's Lawan what Parker, Jesse Austin. Austin. Uh, Jesse's very busy. He wrestled last week with Robbie E. Oh, was he great? Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, both of the Olsen girls. Our favorite one, uh, Jody, uh, Jen Johnson, and uh, you know what's his name. And our fabulous LeBron was there. Yeah, that was right before. Yeah, yeah. he's he's, he's in Peoria. I'm sure he's probably in Peoria right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah but anyways, uh, but uh, let's so talk I would, real quick about real world, Joe. I would love to, man. Did Dion get it on? Uh, yes. This so finally week? he got it on with Kayla. Yeah, he had to run around the house and find a rubber. <laughs> <laughs> he was going. He he was in the dark, and thank God they had the lights, you know. And he was going through all everybody's drawers to find a rubber for this thing, and they were noisy, according to uh, who was that Mormon girl that. The, the girl that doesn't really know about uh, the, the fact of racism. Yeah, <laughs> that will be going home soon. You know, yeah. they're going to change it. That I, I think next week she'll go home, and then they'll bring somebody else in. Well, they show that she gets hurt somewhat, and then there's uh, yeah, she another can't. one of the go, you know, go big or go home type of things, and she can't participate. So, so she I'm kind of hoping she does. She sucks to me in my yeah, eyes. She... I just I can't stand ignorance like that. Um, but at the same time, it's like she has been sheltered and she's Mormon. So it's, you know, yeah, am I the it... ignorant one? Am I the ignorant and... one to not understand what she comes through? But I mean, gosh, really, like if you're really that in, into the Mormon life, then you're not in going to real world. Yeah, I, I don't know why, of all people, they they uh, casted her, but uh, uh, she does not fit. And especially now when she goes home, well, they filmed it, but because uh, I, I uh, do you watch the after show every week? Yes. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, uh, the uh, problem with her is, is that what's going on now, what they passed uh, yesterday, uh, and they're trying to pass more. Uh, anti-gay uh, and uh, disgusting, by the way. Stuff. Yeah, well, you know what? They were g- gonna do it in Georgia, and The Walking Dead is filmed in Georgia, and Disney has a studio that they do animation work in Georgia, and they said if they pass that, they're taking their their companies and film somewhere else. So <laughs> because I don't understand why. Why are we going backwards? Why? Because well, uh, they want to get this done before Hillary gets or or Bernie gets to be the president, because and before they get the the next person in, uh, who I have a feeling might be Obama, might be the next Supreme Court justice. Right. Hillary will throw That'll him be in awesome. there. That would be awesome. Well, um, he's, he's, he's very clever. Well, let's get back bit. to what. Yeah, let's go back to the real world. Okay, so first off, I want to talk about, okay, yeah, so Kalia and Dion hooked up, and then Dion yes. was like, and, and it was, oh. it was so it was so crazy that she gets so, um, what's the word, uh, noisy 
having sex <laughs> that he plugged in uh, uh, air um, uh, hair hair thing to, to dry your hair. And, oh, <laughs> no, they turned the, no, they did that. They turned the washing machine on. Oh, that's what they did. Okay, because she was yeah. too noisy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, it was so funny. So funny. It was well. If that's the case, I have to put on ten washers for me. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you couldn't do guys, it. You couldn't do it by mom's joke, house. Guys. You couldn't do it by mom's house. That's for sure. No. <laughs> You'd have to go to Falls River or something, you know. Falls River, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to go to Jason Roy's house. Yes. Well, he found a new boyfriend. Well. Oh, my Lanta. (laughs) He found a guy he he fell in love with. Well, we will see, won't we? Yeah, well, you can can break that up. You're ADHD today, Joe. Yeah. Okay, so I also want to talk about. Okay, so they did. But that was drag. pretty. That was big, they did pretty drag. big. But no, what but did you think about the drag. Oh, uh, I felt so sorry for those outfits. <laughs> you know, I it thought was it was like, awesome, actually. I thought they were, they were so funny looking. You know what I mean? And Dion said he just walked around uh, commando. Because it was easier for him to go to the toilet. Remember how he kept on just lifting up the dress? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he and he actually looked good, the best in drag. Yeah, he looked good. He looked really, really good. But I wish he had shaved the beard. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it would have made I'm me done with this, like, this beard what debacle that's out there in this world right now. Stop the beards, guys. It's not cute. Like Movember, Beardvember, whatever the hell it is, it that was like in November. We're in yeah. March. Shut I agree like, with you. Shave that shit off. I don't like it. And I, it's I it's scruffy. It's scruffy. I don't like it. Well, I hate it. you know, you know, it's scruffy. You know, that's, I don't like uh, it. In his in his case, it looks scruffy. You know, but uh, good, that, I don't like it. The next morning, it was so funny because everybody knew that they had had sex, and it it was nothing to them really, except for the one Mormon, and she got up and started to talk and did a man did what's her name go off on her? Kayla, Kayla, yeah, crazy, yeah, because uh, she wants you know the blonde wants him too, so. I don't see, I don't know what they see in him, but <laughs> well, talking about the blonde, you're talking about Miss Sabrina and Miss Sabrina yeah, from, from Massachusetts. And there's she a has lot a of story people up in your neighborhood that's yeah. kind of in but, it this year. But Cape there's a Cod? story to tell about Sabrina. She's adopted. Yeah. Yes, and, and so she has to do that thing. She has to find her mother. That's part of the freaking go big or go home, you guys. Cherry. She has to find her mother. And she hasn't talked to her mother yeah. ever. Ever. And doesn't ever. even know what she would look like. And uh but she's definitely gonna find her, 
Because I know. I think it's so messed up, though. I mean, that's I think like, that's wrong. I think it's wrong. That's so wrong. I'm sorry, but I love good TV. Uh, there's a private investigator who's going to help track her down. So. Yeah, but still, it's wrong. Got- to bounce that off of uh, somebody, because my mom went through that uh, before she I passed don't away. Know if that's like, so personal. Who are we to be the? Yeah, who are we to be like the god of that? Like, oh, that's you so know what? Personal. Even though you, you don't want to find, yeah. You know, sometimes you know, back, you know, in her day, even in my mom's day, you know, if you were pregnant, you were in trouble. You know. And if you're Catholic, especially, you know, because you couldn't, back then it was bad, bad to have uh, abortions, even in the But you know what? I bet, Joe and Sherry, that there was like this type of like contract that they asked her and said, listen, it could be possible that we might invite your mom, your real mom. Would you allow that? And she had to assign something because there's no way that they can just get away with that. Yeah, they must have Yeah, they like had she to. knew that was a, that would that would have been a possibility. Right. She had That's to, true. right? Like I don't think they can do that, right? Can they? I don't no, know. They do you think can't. They, do you think Cowboy knew that his, Do you think Cowboy knew that his you know, sister was gonna be on Big Brother? Well, I think in the contract in like it's some a long kind of time small ago. writing, there was something like anything could be possible, yeah. you know, like, he, did he even know he had, like, a, a twin? No, I don't think he knew, right? Mm, no. Did he I don't know? Think, I, if I remember I don't think back, I don't remember she him. Knew, she knows that she was adopted. I don't think that Cowboy knew that there was a possibility he had a twin sister. I don't yeah. think. I don't, I don't remember that far back, like, with the logistics of it. I don't think rough. social network was even around then. Around so at that able time, to know yeah. That. that was very rough for Cowboy watching that So there series. might have been something in the contract where that it stated, you know. And they did the same thing to Nokomis. It must have been the same contract because she didn't know. Yeah. You know. That just seems so. Because that, that, that was the twin year, yeah. right? Where they had the oh, twins yeah. the first time? Yeah. It wasn't. That was the first year well, I they had five. the twins, but they didn't know that they were twins. No, no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because they, yeah, they changed the girls off. They changed the girls off, yes. Yes, that was the first they year they did on that. The season, but I don't think Cowboy and Nicomas are twins. They're just... Yeah, no, 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 they weren't, it. but they didn't know about each other. They probably, in the contract, they probably said... Uh, there's a possibility of some twins or something like that. Or but twists. They didn't re- uh, a twist. family connection. Yeah, and they didn't yeah. realize that they had a family connection to even think about that. Yeah, right. They just signed it. It's probably It was probably a four-inch thick uh, contract, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure you, because you, record contracts are like that, <laughs> you know? A yeah, recording contract. contract. I, I signed my life away. I knew that there was like, you know, Anything possible, but I mean, I mean, I would have never thought that I would have that. But I think that's just so evasive. But it's also called the real world, and I think that their concept of go big or go home. I mean, that's as big as you could get for me. 
There's nothing else that could be bigger. Yeah. Uh, you can bring and, back and, a girlfriend. You can bring back whatever, but you're bringing back somebody's adopted family, uh, uh, their real mother, you know, and I think it was so funny that her adopted mother was like, did you dye your hair? Like, there was so much more important things to talk about, and she was like, did you dye your hair? I heard yeah, you dye right. your hair. I just thought that was so funny, and I just thought that that just, to me, like, made her adopted mother so um, warming and... Um, and she has a sexual God. drive on her, too. She she yeah. really, if it isn't she good, I just Dion. knock him off of me. <laughs> you know? She wants the baby Dion. Apparently the, apparently the woman that gave Sabrina up for adoption actually got in touch with Sabrina's adopted family three years after they took in Sabrina and put Sabrina's biological sister up for adoption to them as well. Oh. And and they adopted her, right? Yeah. And neither girl yeah. has ever met their birth parents. So this is not only yeah. going to affect Sabrina, but it's going to affect her sister as well. Because her sister yeah, has and, never and met her family. See, I would never throw that into I think that's wrong to do that. One of the weirdest things of the reality television to do something like that, you know? Don't you? Yeah, it's really strange. It's, it's uh, I, I just, I, I don't like it because it's no. like affecting people that aren't even involved in the show. Just because I do the show, like, doesn't mean it shouldn't involve my mom or my dad or my sister. I just, yeah, but I you always, like you know, yeah, you, you know, it's it's a different story, you know, with Steve and with with your mom and your dad and that, you know. I always look forward to when you take uh, once or twice a year, you take pictures of your dad with oh, you. I love my daddy. I know, I, but I never put them up online. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, uh, I I uh, I put up Helen's picture from. Uh, uh, from uh, their uh, Easter brunch because she just had a baby. And, uh, you know, it was okay. You know, Helen and I yeah. talked and it was okay. Otherwise, I won't, don't, I, I don't do that. I never put up uh, uh, pictures of uh, Farah and Adam's daughter or, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I just, and, Jen, and Jen's baby, I don't do that either, you know. Unless she says it's okay. So why do they do this on television? I mean, I love, don't get me wrong. I love the real world, but why do they f- screw around with certain things? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, can't I feel wait. like the I, real world. No, I was just going to say, I feel like the real world is about the people and that's who's in it. And if it affects yeah. their family and stuff, like, that would be a decision that they would have to make, not the show. Yeah, yeah like right. That. You know, because I talked a lot about my mom. So, um, whether they put her on or whatever, but I mean, I feel like when you come to like, like you're talking about adoption and things that change people's lives, I just, I just can't wrap my brain around that. And, um, whether they did verbalize that in the contract and maybe didn't state to her exactly what the terms were, um, some people sign things and they don't read it for, to the yeah. full extent, or they just trust what they're signing um, by what people tell them. I, I just sure. don't feel like she would have. I don't think she would have came on the real world if she had known the full extent of it. 
because Sabrina seems sure. very um, vocal about, you know, the adoption and everything. And I feel like, you know, that's why she has, like, those issues where she wants Dion and Dion doesn't want her. And, yeah. You know, yeah, that's like, very, that's very like true. To, to get that, to get that yeah. challenge, you know, that had to be a total shock to her. Oh, I can imagine. And, and I don't like that. I thought it would be like every challenge would involve every person. I don't like mm-hmm. what I did to drag sure. just in men. I don't like that. I didn't like that that they just like chose the men to be in drag. Like, how come they didn't do like the women dressed as men or something? You know, um, I, I just I just didn't like that. I, I don't. And they have I, a lot of all or nothing. They have a lot of space. They're always out running around Vegas. Did you notice that? Where in Chicago they didn't do that that much when they the last one uh who had just had her baby with uh Thomas from uh, Real oh, World know. Chicago. The blonde that had was always crying. I know oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. I don't know her name, yeah, she just had a baby with Thomas. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> so That's really weird. But it's just like in other real worlds, you don't see them running around as much as you do in Vegas. I feel like they did that to keep their mind off of actually what was happening in the house and how major that these things were going to affect their lives. So they were like, let's get them out there drinking more. Let's get them cops. <laughs> oh, yeah, <you're> <laughs> That's the only way they're gonna deal with this shit is if we get them wasted. Yeah. <laughs> they're really. This is gonna be one of the the wildest real worlds we've ever seen. I mean, it it's literally changing the format of real world as we know it. Sure. Because they've never they've never had this format before and as we go along later in the show and who's ever still around right there's going to be more fights because they've done either hooked up or whatever you know well we know that fucking uh, uh, Dion's girlfriend's going to come oh, she's and got we obviously that know that she's Snooty, Tootie, Repka, Rudy, with the snot face up. So we know oh, something bad's going to go down that. The girls are right, the way she looked. <laughs> yeah, no, she Dang. gave the same guy. She gave the same guy. But as we saw, if you watch, as as uh, me and Joe talked about, um, the uh, the after show, it does not seem that it gets any better, Joe, with no, uh, the girlfriend and... So it seems like there's going to be a lot more of her, and when then, when she comes to the house, there might be some problems. Yes, because you know what? It seems like they actually filmed the after show like a day after. or two before the, the the airing of that episode, because they don't know nothing really, except what oh, they know. Oh, I would know. think that they were they were taping it as like it's aired. Yeah, I mean it's got it's got to be. They must have a small studio in in, in Vegas because I know MTV has been 
uh, opening up studios in different cities. So, um, you know, Les Moonves, right? That's him. He He's in charge of that now. Because CBS is... Uh, CBS I mean, is going to... a very interesting uh, real world. I can't wait to see what's going on. Joe, we need to cut this short because we are running out of time. Yeah. But, uh, I guess... Yeah. I guess we can talk more this next week. You want to come back online after Suzette's on because we're going to talk about Big Brother Canada 4. Yeah, I don't watch it at all, Roman so... Roman Reigns. I don't watch it at all. Um, you know that uh, uh, they're building a totally new uh, Big Brother house from scratch in England now. <laughs> a huge no, Big Brother I don't know house. That. They should do it in. in uh, they have the room. And see at CBS. It would be nice. Well, I would say it would be awesome to do that now because hopefully it's Big Brother. Uh, Oscar, hello, I want to well, house renewed. without me. Two yes, years. Thank you. <laughs> two years. Two years. And, you know, they got to put you in the house. You know? They need to put me in the house. Because I, I know Jesse will be in the house this year for some reason or other. Because they may, when he was wrestling, when they introduced him coming out with Robbie E, because they haven't wrestled. They they mentioned him from Big Brother. They never mentioned Big Brother, and they did this this past Tuesday. And you know, he's always on the show. They said so. Well, they know that I would have his back, so they were stupid not to bring me because if anybody ever had well, his back best. with me. Yeah, it would be great to have you in there. You, yeah, you and, know what uh, you're doing. Me and Jesse have some. Uh, Unfinished business. I was going to say unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, it should be called the Big Brother Unfinished Business. Yeah, yeah true. You're listening out there, Robin. You, you know, you know, you have the you have the uh, bathroom uh, uh, thing in the back of the um, <laughs> what's, uh, what'd you call it in the yard. What was it? The the toilet they have now in the backyard. Oh, we didn't you have can't that. see it. You don't see it. We don't they have that. We didn't have they that. Have right odd, they have an odd house. Yes, which means the jerking room. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean. That only that only helps out the males. The females still like that doesn't help out. All right, no. you guys. Uh, thank you, Joe and Jay, for calling in. We loved your opinions, and we can keep talking about this all day and all night. Oh, yeah, I know we the could. real world. We well, I'm going to watch Roman tonight because I oh, watched yeah. John, cause John Cena was on for an hour as a host on the Today Show today. So, he's been beeping on that show like once every three weeks now on the nine o'clock hour. Go American Grit. Speaking of American Grit, Michelle, why don't you well, go ahead can't... and make your announcement? Well, everybody, we all know Mr. Jim from Expedition Impossible. He Yay. is on American Grit, and he will be calling in August 11th to uh, talk about American Grit. Oh, my God, I'm so excited, you guys. 
I'm like rooting for him. There's 16 players. He has 16 to one chance to be a million dollar winner. And guess what? I need to borrow money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have Jim no, Bagger no purposes from besides borrowing money. And I know who to hit up for Toys with Todd. He'll be calling in on the 11th, and the show starts on the 14th. So be here for Jim Bagelka of American Grit. Oh, that'd be good. As I said, and, he'll be here the 11th. The tomorrow show starts on the 14th. V- tomorrow's Vietnam Veterans Appreciation Day. Please yeah. remember us. We came remember. back. Remember. That's right. Yeah, it's important. So, Thank you so much uh, for calling in, Joe. You I love talking to you all. Do you want to say goodbye, Joe? Goodbye, Michelle. Goodbye, Cherry. Thank you very much. She did something yeah. very nice for me. And, You're uh, welcome, Joe. I appreciate it. I'll see what I can do about getting you, Lane. And, and I just wanted nice to, to also to say, well, yeah, we need to talk. Let's yeah. get that taken care of. I also want to say real quick, you guys, um, you know, like the memory things on um, Facebook I love because you get to, like, kind of get, uh, like, coordination of, like, when things happen, even though it's like, you, you know, give it take a couple of days. I just want to say that um, on March um, 30th, 2011, my grandmother passed away. Yeah. And so, sorry, I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> You'll get your mom crying. She's probably listening. <laughs> so, you know, I hope that you all. Spend time with your family and you and hug each other and 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 had a lot of fun with your family and thought about past ones and everything. And I'll be thinking about Absolutely. my grandmother on March thirtieth. So <laughs> we'll keep our fingers. Oh we'll, we'll we'll think of you. We'll keep you in our prayers, Michelle. Thank you and and. You guys remember that, like, my grandmother came on and she did her little Portuguese thing. And yeah, so I that's remember. probably going to be my memories. And um, I was actually looking back a couple of days ago on um, things that happened, and it was actually a show about what, the remembrance of my grandmother. So I just want to say thank you guys yeah. so much for always being so just a part of my life and helping me through these things. And I love my grandmother so much. And she's with you. She's she's in she's in your heart and she's watching over you and her spirit is with you all the time, Michelle. As is Ron and everybody else that we've lost in our life. Um so true. So so thinking about everybody that we lost, um, Lawan's father, we were thinking about him and praying for him and just everybody. It seems like there's been so much death with cancer and everything, the gange and all that. So, um, we didn't get to talk about Hollywood that. Medium, but um, if you watch Hollywood Medium, you'll you'll see that you know their spirits are with you and they watch over you, and they're yeah they may, may not be here in our world, but they are with you and 
they know what's going on here, and they're they're watching over you and 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 taking care of you still. So, your grandma's with you, babe. Oh, I know she is. She's probably yelling. Get married. I want some grandkids. <laughs> Listen, be quiet. I went on a date this weekend, so stop. Leave me alone. You did good. Was that that guy you had a picture up on your uh, page? <laughs> Which guy? I don't know, some young guy. No. There was some. I you, never. I don't think I've ever put a picture. Because a lot of your Twitter stuff goes on your Facebook uh, stuff, so. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever taken a picture of like a young guy that, unless I put that I'm dating or going on a date, like it oh. probably was just like a. Um. Okay, no. I went on actually a Michelle lovely date this weekend. Private well, this is the year. You, I'm very you private. You remember I'm very what private. I told you in, uh, at Toys for Tots. This is your year. You're going to find a guy, and you're going to get married. Well, we'll see what happens. We had a great God time. God forbid we're that going on again. Yeah. And um, we'll see what happens. We've got to be having some cost of babies soon. Well, yes. obviously not soon because it takes nine months. There's yes. some other people that are having some baby babies. Eventually, Rachel will be yeah. having her baby soon, and the beautiful Natalie Victoria turns six months. There's just so much going on with all the babies out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alyssa. Did you know Alyssa's pregnant? Yeah, oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh my God, I can't take it. She got somebody. Close, she let somebody get close to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't even hear what. I also do plan on like going to the Big Brother Canada finale party, but that's you know another topic. I love you guys. Uh, thank you again, and let's wrap right. the show up, Cherry. We're gonna wrap it up. Say good night, Joe. Good night, Joe. <laughs> I'm going Say goodbye, out Joe. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, hon. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right. And Jason, thank you so much for all you do for us, and thank you as well for calling in tonight. It's been a pleasure. Are you still with us, thank Jason? You. Yeah. Jason has been working so hard he fell asleep. the posters you do for us and all the tweeting you do for us. We greatly, greatly appreciate all your work. Thank you so very much. And thanks for calling in tonight. You had some great questions. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And... It's just you and I, Michelle. Oh, so, what does mean, lovebird? <laughs> I thank you for everything you do, and I can't wait till next week when we have Suzette back with us. And then the following week, it will be Mr. Jim Baggerford talking about American Grit, and that's going to be amazing. I know. I'm, like, really excited about um, getting to know what's going on because he can't really talk about what's happened 
where she'll be able to let us know about the premiere and all that good stuff, and we're going to get them at the right time. I'm super excited, and that'll be another reality show show to put under your not to out. So put it in your calendar, uh, April 14th. Um, put it, jot it down so that you can watch Jim. Excited to have him on, and next week's is that. That's it. Charlie have you checked time. out 60 Days In yet? I've seen the commercials. I didn't know that it started. i just seen the commercials because I was watching um, Hollywood Medium, and they actually showed it during that. And uh, it just showed, like, you know, people crying, whatever. Uh, so, no, I did not start watching it, but I have to see the commercials. Intense. Yes, Muhammad Ali... Um... Muhammad Ali's daughter is one of the people that volunteered to go in. And see Ali. Just incredible that these people have volunteered to go in prison for two months. What the hell's wrong with them? And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to stay out of prison. I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've lived a life on the Verge of not going to prison. I wouldn't volunteer to go in prison for anything. But Mm, mm, mm. they all have their own reasons. That's another thing. The real world with the adoption thing. I just like, I don't know about this. You know, like you're just inviting something bad to happen. And you have to sign something that said you can get beat up. You can get shanked. I just, I don't know about this shit. I mean, God, Terry, so you don't though. know what's going to happen. You know, and what's even worse is they can't use their real names or their real stories, so they've been given fake names and fake stories as to, you know, why they're in prison. So they have to keep all this straight. And, you know, remember their fake name, remember their fake story, and sell that fake story so that the other prisoners believe them. And one of them is doing horrible at it and is already in um, solitary confinement because they started saying he's a cop, he's a cop. And he wanted to prove that, you know, he wasn't a cop. So he put a towel over one of the cameras to try to prove that, you know, no, I'm not a cop. You know, I'll do something bad, you know, to to make you believe that I'm not a cop. So he put a towel over one of the cameras, which is a really bad thing to do in a prison. They came down to him in handcuffs and put him in solitary confinement for 30 days because that's what any other prisoner so, would get. So question, do the, do the police, like, do, do the people that work there know that they're there for that? Like that they're yes, undercover? They know, yes, they know that they are there undercover. The camera crew knows. The 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 people working there know. And they have um they have one um saying that they can say I really miss good coffee. And if they say that that means get me out of here. Or if they put a, a white towel around their neck and start pacing around the room, that means get me out of here. 
other than that, they're sort of on their own. Um, but those are the two things that they can say that, that tells the, the camera crew or the, the people working there to get them out. But, you know, most of the people are doing pretty well, but the one guy is, is just really doing everything wrong. And they're really worried about him. And and then the, the one girl, she's only about 98 pounds soaking wet. And one of the other inmates that's in the program already figured out that she is in the program. So she called her in when nobody else was around and said, I know, I know who you are. I know you're in the program that I'm in. And so they at least have each other's back. So the little girl is like 98 pounds. She has somebody kind of watching over her now. It's a really, it's a really interesting program. It's, Something I, yeah, I don't know well, who in the world ever thought lives, this one up. Well, if anybody lives dangerously and with the live by cars, a reality show, then make sure you watch that show because <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on. Sherry, we've gone way past our time frame. Um, we want to thank have. everybody for listening. Uh, from our family to yours, we wish everybody a very happy Easter. We hope that you join us next week with Miss Fabulous Suzette Amaya from Big Bucket Little World. And you guys, I'll be leaving a week from Thursday. So make sure you tune in next week because I'll have a voice. I cannot promise anything for the following week. I probably won't have one. But I'll have some new friends. Yay. That's right. I want to remind everybody to be back here on Thursday for Mike and the Mike, our Survivor Korong uh, recap show. Korong. 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 I don't know exactly who his guest is going to be, but Mike brings on some of the most incredible Survivor alumni of all time, so he always has incredible guests. And just watch Twitter and Facebook, and I'll update everybody who his guest will be this week. Sometimes he brings on two at once, um, but he will have a fabulous guest, I'm sure, on Thursday. That's 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And then on Sunday, we'll be back for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show with Luis Cervato from The Amazing Race Season 16. Finally back from sabbatical from basketball taking over The Amazing Race. Don't forget to watch The Amazing Race on on Sunday night, I mean on Friday night, and we'll be here on Sunday night to talk about it. So, that is also We hate sabbaticals! Don't sabbaticalize our Amazing Race ever again! (laughs) Stupid! That's right. Your March Madness is madness! Hashtag don't do it again. Hashtag hate you. (laughs) Hashtag Mike Red is stupid. There you go. Especially when we're going to wrap it up tonight. 
And Louis can have a guest on his show, form. too. <laughs> <laughs> so be here at, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Sunday night. We're going to wrap it up tonight with Brad, as we always do. Thank you so much for being here with us. Michelle always has great show each and every Sunday. Here's Ryan to take us out for the night. Have a great week, everyone. God bless. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one hashtag Michelle Costa for all stars and hashtag good night hashtag all stars all stars all stars all stars all stars pick me pick me pick my nose pick everything Uh, pick my wedgie (laughs) say good night Michelle Good night. Yeah, yeah. That's a wrap, everyone. Hope you have a great week. God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.